I'm Tyler. I'm Logan. I'm Craig. And we're breaking down another horror movie on Scared Smithless. <laughs> this is Sammy Terry. And if you're like me, you love to be scared smithless. Well, make sure you check us out. If you don't, oh, I'll come find you. And when you experience the scares that you'll have, it's sure to give you many pleasant nightmares. <laughs> is bitten by a werewolf and lives, becomes a werewolf himself. Enough time for one more story. I bid you welcome. Sometimes that is better. He came home. They're coming to get you, Barbara. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. What an excellent day for an exorcism. Welcome back, listeners. Another fun-filled adventure on Scared Smithless. Excited tonight to bring you the finale, apparently. Quote-unquote. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Halloween (laughs) franchise. A new one. We don't cover brand new ones very often on here. Now, what was the last one we did? uh, I might have been Halloween. (laughs) Halloween oh, I think kills. You're right. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, Halloween kills today. Halloween ends? Question mark. Does it though? Right. Eh, it'll come back next year. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I mean, the holiday, but you know. Yeah. So this is the wrap up of the David Gordon Green trilogy, yeah, right? Which started in 2018. It 2000... Should have ended in 2018. <laughs> I really enjoyed the 2018. I did too. Oh, too. I I really liked 2018. Was... Yes. It felt really good. I like what they did. I liked how they put um, a little bit of a modern feel to it. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, it really made Michael scary again in 2018. Yes. I'm just so used to seeing parodies and stuff. And it's just like to really just see that sort of old school sort of slasher come back and do his thing was really interesting because there wasn't much of a motive, not much of a personality tacked onto him. It was just Michael. Yep. Yeah. They stuck with the source material. They've been retconned. All of the follow-ups to the original Halloween, including Halloween 2. Yeah, that surprised me. The main reason being, Michael is not Laurie's brother. Which I was was a fan of. I was happy with that. Oh, yeah. We don't get into... We don't need these monsters to have family. Yeah. They're just killers. It's a simple formula. Right. As, As we'll continue to reference throughout this episode, I'm sure, it... I feel like too often you try to explain things too much and it loses its impact. Yeah, it gets away a bit of the uh, terror of it. Because once you try to explain why like evil happens, then it just becomes sort of natural when it's like the evil needs someone supposed to be presented as something that is out of the ordinary. Right. That's what what makes it scary. What made Halloween work was the fact that there there was no motive. There was no deeper meaning to what was happening. That's why they called him The Shape. The shape. Which 2018 
I feel like got back to the roots of that, which is yep. why I f- was very happy with the direction that they went with that movie, as opposed to the other Halloween sequels where it got more and more into familial ties and then ties with the cult. What you and, don't you don't like the cult of thorns? No. That, that that thing that just got tacked on on the sixth film because he didn't know what else to do. Yeah, I'll say I wasn't a fan. The only thing they haven't done is that he hasn't been to space yet. Oh, I hope so one day. Yeah. I'll Michael in space, yeah, I, his home planet. I mean, <laughs> Michael on. I don't know. I mean, hey, Jason X is one of my favorites. So I, his, I did enjoy Jason X. So. Well, Michael's mask is based on Captain Kirk. There you go. One day, so, there's the tie. Space, the final frontier of fear. There you go. So, boy, there's a lot to get into here. Whereas, what I liked about the 2018 movie, I feel like Halloween Kills and then especially Halloween Ends went away from it. So, I was confused because I felt like everything that 2018 did in retconning every other movie, including two, they spent the next Mm -hmm. two movies doing exactly what they originally did to ignore that right it feels like 2018 was honestly just supposed to be a standalone thing but yeah probably studios were like uh well this is going to make a bajillion dollars get us two more sequels to capitalize on that that's exactly what it is and and we'll get into why i feel like um they went the direction that they did let's just say they in halloween ends that they took a controversial they made some controversial decisions which, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to be the big dissenter here during our conversation. I uh, hope y'all don't mind that. But I kind of enjoyed ends. Right? I do mind, Logan. Oh, yeah. good. You better. I'm generating content for you. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, because I'm sure a lot of people are torn, which the more polarizing you can do, I think the better as far as a filmmaker goes. Oh, yeah. Now, let me preface everything and probably everything I'm going to say as we go throughout this episode on this movie. I did not dislike this movie. I thought it was well made. I thought it was well enough acted. The problems I had with the movie have nothing to do with that. It's the writing. The writing was garbage. Well, you know, and it, the, the writing was a bit divisive at times. Um, someone like me who was a huge nerd, I, I found looking to the themes to be the most interesting part, I feel like. Yes. It's a story. I'm with, yeah. I'm with you on that, Logan. And I... F- feel like they tried to um, focus on the themes and lost their way a little bit. Yeah, I, I think this is a weird thing to say. It's almost like a The Force Awakens sort of the Halloween in that it really does depart away from a lot of what we expect. Mm-hmm. No offense to folks who like Force Awakens, but not as disastrous in its execution, I personally think. Mm-hmm. Um, just because we still get a lot of what we expect, but also it's still... I don't know, I... I, I, I have a lot of mixed sort of feelings overall, but I like that they tried something new. And I appreciate that as well. I appreciate that they tried to make some decisions that they knew were going to be very controversial. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that. And I'm not going to be one of the... There are people, as I'm sure many of you know, that are calling this the worst movie ever made. Oh, this, not even the, close. The worst yeah. Halloween movie of the franchise. People want to act in absolutes all the time you can't you can't do that this right. is not the worst movie ever made it's not the worst halloween movie ever made i feel like it lost its way in the sense that it, it got away from what made it work originally and i have my opinions on why that happened um 
And well, to be honest with you, we have no one but ourselves to blame, fans. Well, I think the biggest problem is the lack of Buster Rhymes. It <laughs> just really overall hurt the film. There was no karate kicks. No one was getting a power cord to the crotch. There just, was no... It really deviated from what Halloween was about. <laughs> no ninja Buster Rhymes. Or... Uh, yeah. yeah. But Buster Rhymes. So here, Halloween fans, you guys, you just need to understand, A, you're never going to get the same feeling you had from watching the original. Yep. You're never going to get that. No. So any movie, any Halloween movie you go into expecting to have that same feeling, you're setting yourself up, you're setting that movie up to fail in your mind. So understand that ahead of time. I mean, you know, the original still exists too, so it's like it's not like everything's terrible. I mean, but why would you tag this as a Halloween movie? Merchandising, marketing, right, right. No, there's a thousand reasons. <laughs> yeah, and all of them have dollar signs. In. Right. I mean, they're, they're cashing in yeah. on that. It so, was, but here's the problem. So the so same your argument fans, saying that you know you're setting yourself up for disappointment, then why call it that? If it, if because go you're going to gonna see, get people show up, more people to show up just because it's got Halloween and Michael Myers. Right. But I'm expecting more Michael Myers, not a cameo. And that's and that's part of the problem. Now, here's, here's where I'll play devil's advocate. The same people that complain, not you per se, but the, the yeah. loud Logan. voices out there that complain about what this movie did are the same ones that would complain if they just... Redid the same formula, right? And just oh, they don't can't they have any creative ideas? It's always the same thing. Those same people will complain either way. So, so what don't I'm make saying it. is, it doesn't matter. You're gonna it's gonna be divisive. So There's don't make it. Complain. Just don't make it. So just Probably. you're saying just do away with it. Right. No more Michael Myers movies. Re-release the original in theaters. It will still make money. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think right. the the best thing is, like we've probably already hinted at, is just temper your expectations when it comes to a new film. Yes. Um, you, you, it's okay to be excited about things. Absolutely. It's okay to be disappointed, too. But at the end of the day, it's still just a movie. Yeah. So there's no reason in getting into long tangents on the internet and probably trying to harass people about it. That's not cool. It's like, it. Michael be good Ma- people. Yeah. Be nice. Be, be be nice about your serial killer films, <laughs> which is a weird thing. It's like, no, and that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, people are very, very passionate yeah. about certain franchises, and this is certainly one of them. And it tells you its status among horror fans, yeah. and that's a good thing. But yeah, I agree. You just got to go into these movies understanding that they're going to do some different things that you than you're used to, right? And and that is okay. And it's okay to be disappointed. Yes, but. Yeah. Don't act in absolutes. It's not the right. greatest movie you've ever seen. It's not the worst movie you've ever seen. And and people have to take a stance one or the other. You can you can like it and have problems with it, or you can dislike it but have things you liked about it. Right. And that's and that's usually where we should fall. Right. Yeah. And that's and that's kind of where I'm at. I would say I I I didn't love the movie, but there were definitely parts in it that I liked, and we'll get into why as we go and. We're going to be careful here just because it is a newer movie. Um, some of you may not have seen it yet. Uh, we won't We won't go crazy with spoilers like scene for scene recount of the entire movie, but definitely spoilers ahead. So if you haven't seen it yet and you don't want it spoiled, this would be a good time to cut us off, go watch it, come back, listen to the rest of the episode. Yeah, because there is, there are some interesting things to talk about here. 
Right. Okay. So, namely, and we get into right at the beginning uh, here, we have a new character that we're introduced to that hasn't been in any of the Michael Myers movies, including the the new ones here. It's Corey. Um, yeah, Corey. Corey. Corey in the house. Was it Cunningham? I think Corey Cunningham. Someone fact check me. On I, I, I don't remember. His last I don't name. remember anyone's. But <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's one of those things that go in Halloween films. I don't care about these people. The only thing um, that he is known for is he plays one of the Hardy brothers on the Hardy Boys remake on Netflix. Haven't checked it out yet. Wait, there's a Hardy Boys remake? Yeah. I, what? I, I don't know that it sticks close to the source material at all, which is why I'm a little bit hesitant to check it out. I feel like I'll be upset. <laughs> I was going to say, who's even clamoring? I, wrote, I read the old books, like the old books, my dad had them and that's where i got them from just seems like a weird thing to bring back in this right. day and age Agreed. right well and especially because they go, they go it's weird one of the brothers is older it's this same actor and then the other brother looks like he's like 10 years old so right, right away it's like okay well that's totally different yeah, it's, it's Corey cunningham cunningham yep. i was yep. right cunningham. okay so Corey cunningham is the central character in this movie a character that we have not been introduced right. to we have no knowledge of before this movie. Pretty much everything in this movie, the entire plot revolves around this character. Right. So right away, that's going to make some people mad. Understandably. So this young man, I think he's 21, I think is what it says. It was 21 right at the beginning of the film. He was talking about his aspirations, I think, going to college. Right. Um, obviously, since this is a horror film, things don't go as planned. Rowan Campbell, by the way, is the name of this actor, ah, if that matters. For I, I will say, I, I did like his acting in the film. Yes, it was well acted by everyone. I don't know, you know, for a Halloween movie. It's yeah. not going to be winning acting awards at the uh, Oscars. Oh, yeah. but, no, no, but um, um, for, for the type of genre this film is, right, pretty good. I had no problem with that. I had no problem with the, the cinematography. All of, all was good. Um, Corey Cunningham, will you pick up? He's babysitting mm-hmm. uh, a young boy. I don't know, 10 or 11 years old, he right. looks like. Right. He is a... Oh, sh- mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. yeah. Ankle biter. Let's go You're with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, we could use Just some more I feel like words. you want to say it. Just say it, Logan. He's, he's, a, he's a little... He's a little... Yep. Menace. Menace. <laughs> we'll go with that. So, Shouldn't he's speak. babysitting a, a boy. Parents are going to a costume con, uh, costume party, party because, on Halloween. Yeah, because, uh, can I be honest with these films? Whose parents ever went to a costume party when they were right. kids? Right, yeah, uh, I'm assuming some. Because that happened in like all these films, I'm like... That's a big thing. Like, yeah. adult parent costume parties on no. Halloween. And I'm like, are these costume parties, or is this more like an eyes wide shut thing? What's going on here? <laughs> I, yes. I, I ain't one to judge, I'm just... I'm guessing that yeah, yeah. you're right, mm-hmm. but but yeah, it's uh, sorry. I was just on a little diatribe. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I never. No, you're fine. No, yeah. he's he's babysitting this boy. The, this is 2019, so this is one year after mm-hmm. the events of Halloween, Halloween, and Halloween Kills. Yeah, because those both take place on the same night. So this is one year later, and for some reason they're still celebrating Halloween in Haddonfield. Right. Uh, yeah. Take a hint, guys. Yeah. Right. Especially when it's implied, oh, it's directly stated, Michael Myers got away at the end of Kills. Right. And every time this dude showed up on Halloween, people die. Yeah, he killed Judy Greer in his house that was surrounded by police. Yeah. Somehow got inside, got her alone, and killed her, and then got away. And people are like, okay, well, 
hey, Halloween next year, same time, same place. <laughs> uh. So the mom tells Corey off to the side. She says, hey, he's still kind of freaked out about everything that happened last year with Michael Myers. He's having a hard time going to bed, bedtime. Make sure, you know, you don't show him any scary movies. So she's referencing, you know, she's bringing us in on, okay, this was a year ago. We're a year removed from that. No one has seen Michael Myers. He somehow disappeared after the events of Halloween Kills. So, long story short, the kid is a pain in the ass. Yep. He's not pleasant. He gives Agreed. he gives Corey crap the whole yep. time, the whole night. Corey tells him, okay, it's time for bed. The kid takes off, disappears. Corey is looking for him, and here's the kid yelling. They have the most extravagant yeah. interior staircase of their house. It is the wildest staircase I've ever seen. First of all, how many... How many three-story houses do you even see anymore? I mean, and I'm not talking like a basement and two levels. I'm talking from the main level, there are two more levels going up from this house. Right. And a staircase in the middle of the house that, that like, I, I almost wraps like around a, and goes yeah. up. I mean, it looks like something I almost, in a castle. I almost right. thought it was like a high-rise or something for a second, because it didn't <laughs> look like three floors. It looked like it was like no. five floors right. or something. I mean, it does. I'm if, assuming if, it was only three, but if, it if, the biggest freaking staircase I'd ever seen. Yes. Unless there's multiple floors, it's like a huge waste of space. Yeah. Maybe we just all grew up poor. <laughs> Maybe yeah, this is probably. more common. Well, I know we I, did. I think the real horror here is that architecture. That is, that's the scariest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, we're going to see why it's so terrifying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so the boy starts yelling from upstairs, help, help, I need help. So Corey's trying to go up there. There's a knife on the stairs. He gets to the top, ends up going in uh, what looks like it's an attic or a storage yeah. closet, at yeah. least a really big one. And the door shuts. It's the kid. He's messing with him. And he's, I mean, he's making fun of Corey. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, and, and Corey is starting to get freaked out. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was claustrophobia, but you could definitely tell yeah. it was starting to get to him that he's locked in this room. He's trying to get the kid to let him out. The kid won't let him out. Well, yeah, it was, it was like scary too. Cause I was like, I kept thinking that scene like, oh man, I bet Michael's in an attic. He's going right. to kill that dude. Right. right. Because, I mean, yeah. I mean, and they're all the way upstairs. They're the yeah. top level of this house. Yeah. And then there's this staircase that is in a circle. So there's a big opening every mm-hmm. level you're at that you can see all the way down to the main level. Yeah. At this time, the parents get home. They're just coming inside. Corey obviously doesn't know this. He's yelling at the mm-hmm. kid, let me out. Let me out. Please let me out. Jeremy, I'm going to kill you. Let me yeah. out. Yep. But he's saying that as the parents are walking in the house. Not to his knowledge. He doesn't realize they're there. But as they walk in, Corey, from all the way upstairs, two or three levels above them, is kicking, finally Mm -hmm. kicking at the door, trying to get out. Because I think he's really starting to kind of have a panic attack. He didn't look like it was just he's mad and he's trying to get out. I think he's really freaking out. Right. He finally kicks the door open. The boy's standing just on the other side Mm -hmm. of the door. And so... Oh, it boy. knocks the kid off the railing of the stairs oh, and he falls seven hundred feet. To his <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he falls and like I, this. This is scene actually made me feel kind of sick. Just yes. he breaks like his like he lands like right in his like face and neck. It just like yeah, it, like, he, it bends it. him over. It, it's it, right. It, it is so. It just like you hear the crunch and it's just like everyone yep. was silent when I went to the theater. Just like we're like oh yep. The, it this was, this was so well oh, it filmed. Was, this, it was, uh, yeah. The sound, and he lands yep. in this way. It's happened so fast. It's yeah, not like right. something you see in slow motion or anything, but it just shows the parents after he kicks the door down, and you see that it bumps the kid. And then we go back down to the mm-hmm. parents who have just come in the front door and are like, why is Corey yelling for our son? 
and then right in front of them, the kid lands. I mean, and the sound almost makes you uh, sick. It, yep. it gave me hereditary flashbacks for a second oh. there. Oh, and yeah. I was just like, oh, no. That was probably the most terrifying part right. in this entire trilogy, I think. Yeah. Because I think a kid's died in each one of these films, actually. I think you're right. Which, I wonder if the director just hates kids. I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm like, in the original Halloween, did they ever kill any kids in those? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, teenagers. Yeah, but, teenagers, yeah, well. but like little kids. Because like in the first film of 2018, Michael snaps a little kid's neck. Yep. Second one, off screen, he kills the one with the skeleton mask. You see his bloody mask. Yep. And then yep. you see in this one, a kid falls to his death. At least in 2018, right. he doesn't kill the baby. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. He's yep. walking through. You hear the baby crying in the crib after he killed the lady in the house. And he walks and he yeah. looks into the crib and you're like, oh, I think the no. de- director is probably like, eh, I shouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Michael just like looks into the crib. Stands up and walks out. Right. That was an auditory exhale in the yeah. theater when I saw that. It probably would have been like, eh, we, we can't do that, but we can snuff a toddler's life. So <laughs> right. we're going to do that. Oh, right. Yeah. But yeah, just like it ends just like seeing this. Like I should have gotten used to it at this point, but. Yeah. Th- well, th- I, I think why is because this was this is so sudden. graphic. Like it yeah. was so. I keep saying well filmed. I don't know if there's a better way to put it, but it, it, it's well it's well shot, well executed, um, choreographed, yeah. executed, yeah, choreographed, executed. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's just because also it wasn't Michael that did this, right? So like, because like we're we're emphasizing with this Corey character, yeah, you know, just this young dude about to start his life, and he yep. has made probably the worst you know accident the like. worst accident yeah. just happened yeah happened yep. to him yes. it, that i mean it's like in that moment not only is that little kid's life over but Corey's is essentially he's done yes obviously we see all of this from the parents perspective they look up Corey's looking over the railing clearly in shock right holding a knife mm-hmm. it's not looking good for him so no. we jump ahead three years later Yep. So we've now gotten four years removed from the 2018 Halloween and Halloween Kills. It's in 2022. Yes. Lori Strode is writing a book, a memoir. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get a lot of exposition just from her narration reading from the book that she's writing. So here I am, a survivor attempting to share my story and find healing. Haddonfield, Michael hasn't been seen in four years. Michael's just disappeared. He's he's dormant. He's gone. Yeah. Most people are trying to move on, but she does reference that because of all the evil that's happened and the effects that that can have on society, which I think is another major theme of this movie. Which I'm okay. I mean, I mean, yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I actually really like this scene. Besides, uh, Laurie Strode's narration felt a bit tacky. Sure. But I like the visuals because. Again, this is one of those themes I like about the film is Michael's evil still persists even if he's not directly around. Right. Like, people are killing themselves, killing each other. It is just horrible for everyone to live there. Yes. There's been yeah. there's been other killings. There's been uh, suicides, mm-hmm. all seemingly tied directly or indirectly to Michael's reign of terror that's now spanned almost 45 years on this town. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, 60 if you go back to him killing his sister so Corey, we cut back to him i don't know if it ever says what actually happened he obviously was not charged with murder right um because he didn't but uh, there wasn't evidence to convict him i guess probably what would you be looking at there involuntary manslaughter right yeah yeah, yeah. i mean the kid died on your watch yeah i mean technically I mean, kicking a door down 
with, yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see involuntary manslaughter on that, but right. Oh, it sounds like justice system worked correctly here. Like yeah. he obviously didn't murder the kid. However, he's vilified throughout the town. Yep. People avoid him. People call him a monster. People call him child killer. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout this movie, at so this you, point, you would just move, right? right yeah, right. Yeah. I don't understand. It's not like he's got a great home life, yeah. right? He lives at home. His mom is not so. Yeah, she's mentally ill. So it's almost like a Norman Bates sort of thing. Yeah. Just like except you know she's alive. He also has his father. He works at his uh, junkyard. Yes. Um, the father is honestly my favorite character in the film. <laughs> Agreed. I, I, I love that guy. For some reason, I kept thinking he was going to have a Mario like. Hey, it's me. Right. I don't know. I, I was like, he should have been in the Mario. He's a very, um, yeah. we do mufflers. That's what we do. But he was, I don't know. He was like a really nice parent figure. And then you're like, how did he end up with that mother? Yeah, boy. Um, which again, we're talking about characters that don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. No. Right. But kill fodder. Yeah. Unfortunately. So Lori and Allison, Allison, her granddaughter have a house together now. Allison's parents, Lori's daughter and son-in-law, were killed four years ago. Allison is a nurse working locally and living with Lori. So they seem to have a pretty good relationship. Lori, through her writing, is is kind of coming to where she's not going to let all of these things that have mm-hmm. happened control her life. Right. So she's kind of taking steps to move on. I'm not going to live in fear. I'm going to enjoy life. Um, which is obviously a huge character change oh, yeah. from from the last one for her, where she's living in isolation and it's like she's like the only person in town that seems to try to just want to move away from it all, while everyone else seems to be sort of stuck on it at this point. Which is right, the whole town. Yeah, in some ways, the whole town has taken on the persona of Lori from the last one, mm-hmm. and she's the one that's kind of moved on from it. Yeah. So, long story short, Corey. I keep saying long story short. What I'm trying to do is I, I don't we don't it's, need to do a shot for shot like yeah, I normally right. do. It, it's a complicated film at some point. Right. Just trying to get it all organized in your head. Yes. But the, the junkyard does have a muffin is, masher. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Boy, I wonder yeah. what that'll be used for. Yeah. Right. But um, now, the complication of this movie is part of the prop. It should just right. be simple. And that's and that's some of I mean, we we can get into it. As we'll see, Corey ends up getting bullied by some local high schoolers. And kids, no less, who are honestly the most vicious on the high school totem pole from experience. As a choir kid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Are, are they supposed to be the same age, or is he like... Well, the, he's older, because he yeah, said he, he was 21. Yeah, he's like 25 so at this point. He's, he's probably, well, probably 22. So I think he was 21 when he was babysitting, and this is a year later. So that'd be like 22. Well, this is four years later. No, four years from... Three years later, you're yeah, right. Yep, yep. So, so he would be yeah, about mid-20s. 24, 25. Mid twenties. Yeah. yeah, he's getting he's getting bullied by a bunch of teenagers. Which, to be honest, teenagers are some of the most vicious creatures on this earth. Right. Well, they are, but it's just like just yes, walk away, ignore them. Yeah. Well, he's kind of trying to. They want him to buy him beer, and he yeah. won't. Yeah, because he's, he's a good guy. I yeah. mean, Corey's a good a good guy. Yeah. But no one wants to be around him. And I think he understands. Uh, he shouldn't. I mean, because people yeah. shouldn't be treating him that way. But he's not understands. He's accepted it. He's yeah. not trying to fight it. He's just, this is, is what it is. Well, also the fact is if he tries to fight back, people are going to be even angrier. It's like he's attacking right. people. It's like, no, he's trying to defend himself. Right. Which is why these teenagers can get away with bullying him. Because it's like, I mean, you've already been in hot water once. What are you going to do? Right. So he ends up getting injured. Cuts his hand really bad. Lori shows up. And takes him to, to the, the hospital yep. where her granddaughter is the nurse. 
So they meet and they have a connection and that kind of drives the rest of the plot. It's basically love at first sight, (laughs) which is the most unbelievable things about this film. I I didn't understand. I I know why they did it, but I was like, why didn't they make this take place a few months beforehand and then lead up to Halloween instead of like, right? Yeah. Or Lori encourages him to deflate their tires. Yeah. Yeah. Jumping ahead a little bit, just so we can get into some more discussion. Corey, eventually, he and Allison start dating, Mm -hmm. and then he just continues to run into people that are, I mean, he's Mm. at a bar trying to have a good time with Allison, and he runs into the mom of the kid kid that he was babysitting, and she's still blaming him, what a horrible person he is. So he leaves. Allison tries to console him. He doesn't want anything to do with it. So he leaves. The kids end up. The, yeah, teenagers. He comes across yeah. the teenagers again. They get in a fight with him. They throw him off of a bridge. Mm-hmm. And this is where. Things get weird. Thank Yes. Thank you. That but it weird also, is a good way. But it finally also gets us into the real meat and potatoes of the film as well. Right. Um, which is Michael still around. Michael oh. is still around. So. Something unseen drags Corey away after he he's, drags his unconscious body away at the under this bridge. There's a homeless man down there, but pretty clearly he didn't do it. And then the homeless man sees Corey being drugged into a sewer pipe, like one of the, a mm-hmm. huge one. Yeah. Um, Corey wakes up, trying to kind of get a be- get his bearings, figure out where he is. Master Splinter. <laughs> yeah. Michael Michael attacks him, grabs him, and is choking him. And this is where. They lose me a little bit. They oh, have some kind of weird Vulcan mind meld. Like <laughs> right. they look into each other's eyes, and Michael like sees everything that's like happened to Corey so far. I I took it to mean that like Michael sort of saw like his inner like evil almost. I don't yeah. know. I it, don't understand that. If they're trying so hard to turn this into Michael is just a man, that's what I felt like 2018 did. Yep. Yeah. They're like, let's get back to the to the root of this thing and what made it successful. He's a crazy serial killer mm-hmm. who has no motive, who has no conscience. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think. He just is evil. Right. He just kills people. And then right here, all of a sudden, Michael somehow has this ability to look into this kid's eyes and see his... I think that's... It never fully explained what this connection was. Right. Some people thought, oh, he's he passed his evil into Corey. I don't think that's what happened. No, I think which he, would, to yeah. be honest, though, equally as weird and silly to me. But I, it's like yeah, he saw Corey's that. past, and he lets him go. Yeah. He stops choking him, and Corey stumbles out of there and then gets attacked by the homeless man who's rambling about the man with the mask. And then Corey sort of basically out of self-defense kills the homeless man. It gave me a combination of the Cult of Thorn and mm-hmm. Jason Goes to Hell vibes. Right. Where it's like, oh, he is really possessed and, you know, his spirit can transfer into somebody mm-hmm. else. That bothered me a lot. Yeah. I, the way I took to interpret it, it was he saw Corey's potential for evil almost. So I think it wasn't that. Like I said, this is my inter. That's a thing. Nothing spilled out for us, so it's sort right. of like all our own interpretation. Mm-hmm. What I thought was because they have a weird like master and Sith apprentice thing going on. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's almost like Michael's like, okay, you're the person that's going to keep my legacy going. Because at this point, Michael's kind of like a 
decrepit sort of gross sewer person because <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. it, yeah. it's it's clear from the events of kills he is he is severely weakened yeah uh, he's, he's, he's well he is and then at times he's he's not and then right I, yeah this yeah, it one, bothered me because i'm i'm with you i'm like so is yeah. he at times it seems like okay Corey michael is having Corey do his bidding mm-hmm but then at times it wasn't like that at all. It was like Corey was in charge. Yeah. And Michael was, I didn't get it. Like yeah. Michael has never had nor shown interest in having mm-hmm. a wingman or a sidekick. I, I, I don't know. I mean, Michael has never seen anyone besides an infant in a crib that he didn't just kill because they were there. That baby right. was probably evil, honestly. Or, yeah. He probably saw the evil in that baby's evil eyes. Baby. Or he said... You're going to have to live through the next two sequels. That's worse than what I could do to you. Yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> right. But I guess I, another thing I sort of thought is Michael was using Corey to get his strength back, like having Corey help him with the killing since he couldn't do it on his own at this point. It's like a Freddy Krueger thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Like, uh, like, yeah. So it's almost like this is a Freddy versus Jason in that. Uh, but he can still straight arm lift a woman off the ground with one hand. Right. Yeah. yeah. And pin her to the wall like that. Yeah. With a knife. Yeah, which which again, that was a fun little callback. Yes, there were. Yes, um, there were fun callbacks. There were legit kills in this movie. I just yeah, I started calling this Halloween the internship. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's like Corey's just like, oh, I can be Michael for a day. And so Corey really starts changing here. Mm -hmm. He's talking to Allison. Now she really wants him. Because he's a motorcycle. Yeah. I did not understand. I did not believe this relationship oh, no, at no, all. Yeah. It wasn't believable. Like, like no. that, that was Allison only, was yeah. my least favorite character in this movie, mm-hmm. yeah. and I didn't dislike her in the last two. I didn't either. Yeah, no. I, I, I thought, thought she, she was, was a pretty strong character. Yes. And this one, it feels like she's just, again, everyone's taking a backseat to the Corey character. Right, right. Which I don't mind that, but it, again, this is one of those things I feel like it should have been two films again. Like, yeah. give us a film all about Corey's transformation and stuff. And I, or almost, honestly, I mean, you could have made this Corey thing its own movie. Yeah. Not even a Halloween exactly. movie. I mean, yeah. That's exactly that, I mean, what I was And I know do. that's going to, that sounds weird. Yeah. But you really could have. Honestly, this kid that had this horrible thing happen, mm-hmm. and then people vilify him, and he tries so hard to get past it, and he can't. And basically, society turns him into this villain that yep. they blame him for being. And then he be- becomes a killer, and he, oh. uh, that w- could is enough for its own movie. But the film already kind of happened. It's called Christine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that it could have diverged like yeah. the original third movie. Season of the Witch. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Season of the Witch. It had nothing to do with Michael Myers. It could have just been called Corey. Yeah, season of the Corey. Yeah, season of the Corey. I mean, yeah. season. But of again, the Corey. I think this film is very much like Season of the Witch in that it is a huge departure from what people expect. Right. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, just like Season of the Witch, it has some interesting ideas in it. Yes. Um, I don't have a problem. Yeah. yeah no. I, with the yeah. story in this movie, my problem was that the execution. I think. It, yeah, and it was a Michael Myers movie. Right. The Without story Michael itself Myers. of this young nice young man that has this horrible mm-hmm. tragic accident happen on his watch right you can relate to that and you can feel like oh my gosh i could see that happening to me right yeah. and this oh, yeah. this wonderful person turns into a villain because of how society treats mm-hmm. him after this 
But then you throw Michael Myers. It just feels like it's too much. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, it, you're not focused on Michael Myers in this movie. And they're trying. They're trying to force you into making it a Michael, like, yeah. trying to right. force your focus I, onto Michael Myers. But no matter how hard they try, it's not. Honestly, the film probably would have been better without Michael, which is a weird <laughs> exactly. thing to say about how Here's movie. the question yeah. I can ask that'll prove the point I'm trying to make. Take Michael Myers completely out of this movie. Completely out of this movie. Is it bad? How does it change? It doesn't. It doesn't except for the final, like, 20 minutes. Right. right. But, but, I mean, as far as but, Corey's character yeah. arc, he's but, going yeah. down a dark path. Is that because of Michael Myers? I don't think so. I no. feel like he already was going there. Yeah, I think Michael just sped it up. Right. And yeah. it's like they threw Michael Myers into this other story. Right. I mean, why didn't why why not Jason Voorhees? Why not make yeah. Jason Voorhees the one that takes Corey under his wing? I mean, you know, I mean, Jason—that's sort of what a camp counselor does. I mean, <laughs> yep. hey, right. yep. hey, if, if uh, y'all are listening, uh, I I done a bit of screenwriting, so hire me. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> Please, I need a job. I have people skills. <laughs> it's like they had a WB killer movie. WB is in like the TV network. Oh, oh, yeah. the uh, yeah, the uh, CW so, like uh, CW. Yep, yep. CW. A yeah. C- yeah, a CW horror movie. Yeah, and then they had a great final twenty minutes of Michael versus Laurie. Yeah, and they which, just mashed it together. Which is what all the marketing was was Michael versus Laurie. Yes, that's the thing. That's another reason right. why I see why people are upset. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, according to marketing, this was supposed to be the big final confrontation. Right. And it is, but it's, but it's right at the end. It's sidelined. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, again, I could see why they did that, because maybe they wanted to keep Corey a surprise. They wanted that to be like, oh. Well, it was. And it, it was. It was. It's just. Not a good one, but it yeah. was. So now Corey and Michael are teamed up. Dynamic duo. Wonder Twin Powers, activate. Corey lures a cop that used to date Allison that. Who's um, like fifty years old? <laughs> right. Well, it's just it's way a, older than these. It's the creepiest are. relationship I've seen. It's <laughs> yeah, like agreed. Corey <laughs> and Allison both look, and I think are supposed to be like what mid twenties. Yeah. yeah. This guy yeah. looks. He's not a day younger than forty. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. He's no. he's also really creepy. <gasps> Chris Hansen. Oh no! It's a setup. I knew it. Sir, why don't you take a seat right over there? <laughs> um, a lot of the kills up to this point that we've seen most was what the homeless person and then this guy, if we don't count the kid. Yes. Which they're both characters that kind of, I don't want to say had it coming because that makes you sound like a psychopath too. Cause no, I know what you mean. It's <laughs> like, it like these guys, the homeless guy tried to attack and kill Corey. And then this police officer was just really creepy and was also trying to attack Corey. Yes. Unintentional. He doesn't like yeah. that Allison is now with Corey. Yeah. And so he's trying to confront Corey. Corey knows this, so he lures him down mm-hmm. under the bridge to Michael's house. Yeah. <laughs> Michael's sewer house. That sounds creepy, too. Yeah. Yeah. So sewer he follows him. Michael back into the, uh, or he follows Corey back into the sewer pipe, mm-hmm. and Michael attacks him. Michael's not... He's not very strong right now. He's, he's right. still like... Mm. Right. I, I yeah. think the Wolf idea, people. and I think I heard an interview with David Gordon Green, Michael has kind of gone here to die. Kind of like an animal will just walk yeah. off in the woods. Mm. I think that's the idea yeah. here is that yeah. Michael has just kind of gone off here. This is where he's living and he's just kind of he's waiting just decaying. To, yeah. Right. Because mm. he's he is grody looking in this. Right. Which uh guys sorry, I want to say this real quick. I do I love the costume design in these newer films. Yes. So I think mm-hmm. this is the best Michael's looked. 
the burn mask. Burn mask. The uh, his overalls are just black, covered in mold. Now he's yep. <laughs> he's oh he's got uh, stink. He's, I don't know how he's sneaking up on anybody. Yeah, no, no, you're you're smelling that creep a mile away. Oh, it smells. So, um, Corey ends up tussling with this guy as well. He holds him down. Show me, show me, talking to Michael. Show me how to do it. So Michael stabs the guy to death. And so now Corey... He becomes like his apprentice at this point. Yeah, pretty much. And so him and Allison's relationship is continuing to grow. Lori, on the other hand, is seeing things in Corey that she saw in Michael. Which is weird because, honestly, Lori barely had that much interaction with uh, Michael. That's exactly right. That's my point. Especially if you're retconning two... Yeah. And beyond. Her interaction with Michael from the first one, the original, and then 2018 and Halloween Kills, it's not that much. Well, Very I, little. Lori didn't even interact with Michael and Kills, though. That's the thing. Cause, like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right at all. It's, it's literally yeah. just, she meets Michael, Um, you know, 40 years ago. She sees Loomis, plug that guy full of lead. Yeah. Then, you know, 40 years pass, Michael shows up again. She pumps him full of lead, tries to emulate him. That's right. the last time she sees him. Yeah, you're right. But she's saying things to Allison about Corey. Like, I just, I see the same things in his eyes that I saw in Michael's. Like, what? What? No. Yeah. No. It's like. You were not in any state to be looking. diagnosing someone when you were around Michael. And it yeah. was very little amount of time. Yeah. Now, um, remind me. How many times did Loomis shoot Michael? Uh, six, six times. times. Six, six times. times. I, shot I shot him six times. Six times. <laughs> I shot him six times. I will say, I, I do miss Loomis, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Frank is back. Oh, I love Frank. Yeah, me too. Will Patton's character, Mm -hmm. Frank Hawkins. See the cherry blossoms. That's right, the cherry blossoms. He has very little to do in this movie. Yeah, no. But he's, for those that don't know, he's the officer that arrested Michael after the original film. He was the arresting officer. Hmm. That'd be something to... That'd be that'd be something to put on your LinkedIn profile, like guy who arrested Michael Myers. Yeah, you know Michael Myers. I put him in cuffs. Put him in cuffs. You know, we want a book deal too. Yeah, that'd probably get you a few drinks at the bar. I don't know. He should have been on Oprah. I mean, hey, it's the guy who killed Michael Myers. Look under your seat. There's a mask. Everyone gets a mask. (laughs) You You get get a mask, and you You get a knife. Trigger his PTSD. (laughs) (laughs) So the further and further Corey goes, the more Allison likes him. Yeah, because she's she's sort of giving in to that darkness too. Yeah. You know what this film kind of remind me of? Have you guys seen Spider-Man 3? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I kept thinking the whole time, oh, he's got the symbiote suit on. He's, <laughs> right. It's like, I was like, oh, he's the bad boy. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I like Spider-Man in him. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I and don't know. he started dancing. Oh. There's a um, another nurse that gets a promotion over Allison at the hospital, apparently because she's sleeping with the doctor. Which, according, I have a friend who is a uh, nurse who works at a hospital. That is not how hospital promotions work. Doctors do not give nurses promotions. So, Man, maybe if it's a private practice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eh. The more you know. Yeah. Um, this is the next victims on the list. I'm trying. I'm trying to get through so we can get yeah. into just more of, of discussion yeah. about the movie but, itself. But basically, like Michael and Corey, they go on a small murder spree. Pretty much. And yep. They they kill those two. That's actually like Corey's big first kill. Is that yeah. rival nurse of Allison's? Yes, he kills the doctor. Oh, that, that's right. That's right. Michael kills the nurse. You're right. Corey kills the doctor. Yes. And Lori yeah. is very much at this point You're evil. against Corey. Yeah she, yeah, she somehow knows Corey is evil. She doesn't want him around Allison, even though she's the one that introduced them. Yeah. And um, it's like, instead of trying to scare him away, why don't you try to talk him through or try to help him? Right. Instead, you're just like, nah, I gotta kill him. 
And it's like, who's the real? Well, it's right. like you said, I'm the psychopath. You're the freak show. Right. right. At one point, I would have loved more about Lori um, mm. because at times she also was kind of like a antagonist almost. Yeah. yeah. Especially since this is her last uh, yeah. role as Lori Strode. Until they, they wheelbarrow in yeah. some more cash and. Yep. Yeah. What's that? Oh, oh! It's the giant dump truck of money backing yeah. up into my driveway. Uh, yeah, she'll be back. I say, yeah. Jamie Lee. But see, money. this is interesting how both of these characters are portrayed mm-hmm. because of things that happened to them that they had little, if any, control over. Oh yeah, right. The things that happened to Lori, she didn't have any control over that. Right. The things that happened to Corey, I mean, obviously, I mean, you can argue that. He kicked the door down and the, the but boy fell. But that, that he was, was trapped and he was having a panic attack. Right. Uh, well, I mean, another theme I found interesting was that of trauma uh, yep. and how it follows us and how we choose to deal with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And how society sort of deals with that trauma too. Right. Um, they play a large role in yeah. that as well. Which again, that's that's a thing I like. I'm a I'm a theme sort of guy. So there are a lot guy. of things happening here that, particularly with Corey, you can kind of understand. Why he's going down the path that he is, he's not getting the help that he needs to avoid going down this path. And And the only seemingly help, quote unquote, he's getting is from Michael Myers. Yeah. Because, again, if Lori notices this, if she's seen this before, I wish she would have tried to help him more and just like, instead of just going like, get away from my daughter. It's like, Lori, you notice this. You see these same things. You have a chance here to stop. And that's where I thought the film was going, where... She was going to try to fix him. Yeah. Again, I don't want to bring up like a Kylo Ren thing, <laughs> but I mean, he's sort of like that. Halloween Kylo Ren. I, yeah. yeah. My, my interpretation was I thought Corey was going to turn to the light at the very last second. Um, he didn't. No, I, no. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a passing of the torch thing. And oh, yeah. I would have been pissed. It just depends. Like if that's how they want to do more Halloween films, they could have easily scapegoated with that. But it seems like they very much wanted this to be Halloween Ends. Yeah. So. Well, that's what they titled it. It's on all the t-shirts, kids. Buy them. And the next one is titled the same tagline, for real. For real Halloween this time. ends again. For real <laughs> right. this time. Totally. Halloween always ends. Right. <laughs> the next year it starts again. Right. Halloween evil dies tonight. You ironically, know that's how they're going to get away ironically, with it. Ironically, Christmas is getting closer and closer to Halloween. I don't understand how that works. Oh, yeah. So, Corey is talking to Allison a lot about, we need to leave. We need to get out of Haddonfield. Mm -hmm. Allison's hesitant at first. They kind of seems like he's swaying her to, we need to get out of here, which honestly is probably not a bad idea. Honestly, you guys probably should have already done this. Yeah. Instead of talking about it, just get out. Right. Um, So, see, we just keep getting more of this, like him and Allison's relationship, and then uh, him and Michael go out and kill a couple people. And then him and Lori's relationship. Right. Lori, he gets kicked out of his house one night. Corey does from his psychotic mother. So he goes and stays Later. the night at the baby's, the house where he babysat the kid. Yeah. Actually makes a pallet on the floor right where the kid landed. That's which is weird. A little weird. Yeah. So that they've, the, the, they've moved out of this house by now. There is a, a, a scene that I thought was pretty good, though. The father of the boy. He yeah. talks to Lori at one point. Mm-hmm. He says, I never blamed him for what happened. Right. That was cool. Yeah. that was. I great. didn't like how society was turning him into a monster. Yeah. Not just because I feel very strongly that it was an accident, mm-hmm. but because they're taking the pain mm-hmm. and the grief that should be mine and they're putting it on themselves. Yeah. And again, that ties in pretty good with Kill's previous scene about like mob mentality. Right. Because this film, Haddonfield itself is a character and it's about 
how Haddonfield's that's a good point. Sort of yeah. interpreting things. Yeah, Haddonfield itself is very much a character in this film, especially. But the man says he did try to make things right with Corey. Mm-hmm. He said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove even my wife wrong because we need to try to forgive this kid." Right. So here's someone that's trying to help. Mm-hmm. And he said, "I pulled up alongside of him yesterday. I saw him walking on the side of the road, and I was gonna talk to him. And he looked inside my car. What I saw in his eyes, he said, "I know that the kid that used to mow my lawn did not murder my son. What I th- this was not him anymore. He's right. changed." Right. right. And he said, I couldn't even talk to him. I just drove away. Yeah. I couldn't do it. So now we're getting back to, he's got the look in his eyes. He's going down a dark path. He's got which, the devil's eyes. Again, I've never eyes. looked in anybody's eyes. eyes and been able to tell that yeah. they were evil. I think that's kind yeah. of silly. But yeah, I, I, like um, I know what they're saying. Yeah. But Basically, he decides finally, he snapped. And I didn't really understand this. He goes back into the sewer pipe, confronts Michael, beats <laughs> Michael up, which, okay. Which, uh, well, again, decrepit old Michael, sewer I Michael. I t- and takes yeah. his mask. I got your heart. I got your heart. So now Corey's decided before I leave town with and then he calls Allison saying, Hey, we need to leave tonight. Meet me such and so place at such and so time. So he goes out in the meantime and he's gonna kill mm-hmm. the last of the people that have pissed him off. Yeah. So I mean I took that to mean like either one, he has decided to take the mantle for himself, being the new quote unquote Michael Myers, or two. He has his mask of that way. If anyone sees any of this happen, they'll think it's Michael that killed all these people. Right. I think and it's, yeah. I Sorry, guess it's yeah. more that. Because if yeah. he's leaving, he's not sticking around to be right. Michael Myers. Right. right. But it's like, I mean, if you're going to kill a bunch of people, make sure they don't come back for you. Yeah. So right. it's like, hey, here's a really good boogeyman scape. <laughs> right. I'm just going to copycat killer so I can get rid of these people I don't like before I leave. Oh, yeah. Because he, he's even dressed like Michael. He's got the blue overalls on and everything. Yep. Because he works at the junkyard. Yeah. So he kills the teenagers. That was pretty wild. Yeah. He lures them into the junkyard. I'm not yeah. saying they had it coming, but oh. I mean, band kids, so it's okay. There's some, uh, without spoiling it, you guys need to watch, but there's yeah. some oh, legit it, kills here. It, if you're in it for the kills, this next 15 minutes of the movie is for you. Because yeah, that's one, where all the kills are. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One involving a blowtorch. There's a, there's a, oh, ooh, yeah. yeah. Although I felt bad because, oh, no, I don't want to spoil it, but. <laughs> he goes to the radio station. There's a. A, a talk DJ show. talk yeah. show dude. He's just a real jerk. Yeah. He gets oh. why I was coming to him later. We had a cameo yeah. by Darcy. Yeah, I noticed that. The last drive-in mm-hmm. here. She plays the, I guess, the receptionist at the radio yeah. station. Oh, yeah. At yeah. 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> I was like, oh, look, it's Darcy. Yeah. I thought that looked like her. It was yeah. Darcy. So that, was, that was a fun little cameo. Wicked yeah. kill with the radio DJ. Oh, yeah. Mm. That one's oh, that one probably, that, that one maybe once a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we've got Lori skipping. here. Her granddaughter, and this makes me so mad, Allison is basically telling her grandmother off, mm-hmm. telling Lori off. You, you're you obsessed with death because she's trying to say, don't go with that boy. Yeah. I know I introduced you. I'm seeing him going down a dark path. You can have such a good life. It's not going to happen if you stay with him. So she's mad. Oh, what do you know, Grandma? And okay. we're back I understand to the original movie. Yeah. Allison's um, strained relationship and frustration with her grandmother in 2018 you know, Grandma, it's been 40 years. Right. It was a horrible thing that happened. You can't base your life around this. Right. You've gotten your daughter taken away. What kind of life are you even living now? It's 40 years. You need to move on. Okay. At this point, you can't argue with Grandma anymore. Yeah. How can how can you still be saying, oh, Grandma, oh. you don't know what you're talking about. It's Why like, should I believe you? Yeah. Because of because the, this, the town is also against Lori. Mm-hmm. They blame her for Michael coming yeah, back. They, they think it's because of yeah. Lori. Yeah, they think you Lori, lured yeah. him out. Right. You brought him back. 
Yep. This is your fault. And so now Allison's doing the same thing, which I think is typical of, well, teenagers. Yeah. She shouldn't be acting this way. She's an right. adult. Except she's in her mid-20s now. Okay. <laughs> but part of me is also like, Allison, you got to get out of this town because it sucks. But at the same time, Allison, this Cory dude's starting to act pretty freaking creepy. Right. Like, everyone can see it. It's not just the usual. Right. And again, yeah, they're acting like teenagers, but they're in their mid-20s. It's sort of... Actually, now I think about it, Allison was in high school in 2018, actually. She was. So I think so what? Corey's probably older. She's she probably like, what, 22, 23, honestly. Yeah. College yeah. age. Yeah. Yeah. So I, this it bothered me a lot. She, I mean, she's really telling off Lori. Are we supposed... If anything, you can't be telling her you don't... Oh, Grandma, you don't know what you're talking about. Really? Yeah. Really? Like, I mean, I just... there's. <sighs> it's like literally like there's this like evil Terminator out there that everyone beat the crap out of and shot. Yeah. You remember last like, time you told me that I was being silly and I didn't know what I was talking about? Yeah. Your yeah. mom and dad both died because of him. <laughs> yeah. Because you guys didn't really want to listen to me. <laughs> Your fault. And then thanks to me, you and I are still alive. I mean, really, when you think about it, it's the fire department's fault. Oh, that's, yeah. That's yeah. who the blame should go on. <laughs> right. Support your local fire department's folks. Seriously. <laughs> so Corey ends up back at Lori's house. Mm-hmm. Allison's waiting for Corey somewhere else. He's not showing up because he's busy killing people, including yep. his own mother. That was rough. Yeah. I mean, she's a piece I mean, of work, but yeah, still. Yeah, she didn't deserve that. Yeah. I mean, again, um, no one no one deserved it. It's just So Lori is setting everything up to look like she's killing herself, which you have to you have to know. Oh, no, Lori. Yeah, she's got something up her sleeve. She's not going to kill herself. She's not going out like that. But she even calls the police and says, I need to report a suicide and gives them her address. Gunshot. Corey opens the door in Michael Myers get up, which he's been killing people in the last mm-hmm. 20 minutes. And Lori's standing there and says, you thought I'd actually kill myself. Boom. And she shoots him twice. Knocks mm-hmm. him off the railing. He falls down the yeah, stairs. He falls down the stairs. Yep. Just fall from grace. I didn't understand. Yeah. So then she comes down the stairs and she has her monologue of Corey. And I wasn't going to let you hurt my granddaughter. Blah, blah, blah. And then she shoots two shots into the wall. I didn't understand that. But she's yeah. trying to make I th- it look I think like she's, there was a struggle. Or she's I trying guess. to intimidate him, maybe. maybe. It's like, give up, dude. It's right. over. Well, because then she says, you came here to kill me. Kill me. So he's, even though he's been shot, he's moving pretty slowly, reaches over and grabs the knife. Mm-hmm. And he says, if I can't have her, meaning Allison, if I can't have her, no one will. And he said, he repeats that line mm-hmm. and he stabs himself right in the throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just Ouch. like oof. I've heard that's the one of the hardest ways to off yourself. Probably. To stab yourself. I I haven't tried. I don't want painful. To. Corey did it. Ugh. So oh, Lori he wasn't good at it. <laughs> reaches down and tries to help, pulls the knife out. Always mm-hmm. a bad idea. No. Don't ever pull out the yeah, knife. Nope. Nope. If you're stabbed by anything, leave it in. Yep. Chest compressions. Yep. The best case scenario, your fingerprints are on the blade. Well, not just that, but Worst it case, can I mean the idea yeah, is that right. it's it yeah. can be holding right. an artery. It's, yeah. Right. That's, that's what I'm, I'm talking saying. medically. Don't ever pull scenario. it out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Worst so she case. Does. She pulls the knife out, out right as Allison comes back and walks in the front door. Boy, it's incriminating. Again, I mean, it's a pretty nice way to wrap back around to the beginning of the film, too. Right. Because, right. yeah, everything's looking incriminating. Right. So Allison is oh. beside herself and is thinks Lori did it. Yeah. Which was Corey's intention. Yep. Tells. So, Allison leaves. Lori is upset, trying to figure out what to do. How do I reach these kids? In comes Michael Myers. Finally. Took so his Michael sweet Myers time. is now here. Gets the mask. Goes to pick up the knife. 
Corey grabs his arm, so Corey's not quite dead yet. I'm not dead! Michael snaps Corey's neck. Yep, so I'm that, that character... It's all it's neck. So that character that we spent all that time uh, developing the entire film, you know, sort of getting ins and out of his life, uh, you know, introspection on good and evil morality, that's done. He, yep, he's just over. dead. He's gone. Yep. Yep. Which, yep. again, it's... Glad that wasn't a waste of time. Yeah, it's like... I know. It's like, it just didn't... Things just didn't fit no. in this movie, I felt like. So Michael and Lori have their final showdown. It's and a, this goes on yeah. for a while. It is a good fight. It's a good fight. It's it's a good final showdown. Yep. Lori finally gets the better of Michael. Pins him to the table. Stabs him a bunch of times. Takes his mask off. We never do get a real good look at James Jude Courtney. The well, there, shape. There's um, some good production uh, shots on the internet of what his face looks like, though. Yes. Um, from the makeup and stuff. In the movie, so. it's still pretty shadowed right. in a but, dark room. But, you, I mean, you I see mean, more of it than you normally I mean, do. I mean, mm-hmm. spoiler, it's an old man with like a messed up left eye, basically, and some right. scraggle, like beard stuff. Yep. Which I'm assuming that means he's also trimming his beard hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> he would have to be. Which, yeah, which, which, yeah. Or he's got, Or he's got rats chewing it off. Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. Yeah, I guess oh. I was going to say, his, his skin looked pretty clean for someone that lives in a sewer. Right. Uh, Not a lot I don't of know bed why. Bed sores. Yeah. Like, I was expecting I more bed sores. Yeah, because, <laughs> like, I, I don't know, the whole time I was watching the film, I was like, man, his hands look really well manicured. Yep. <laughs> He's <laughs> trimming his fingernails yeah, somehow. Yeah. So Lori kills him. Michael reaches up at one point and does get a hold of her throat. Looks like he's going to choke Lori. Allison she, comes running in at the last minute. And just. And, Breaks his freaking arm. It oh, was, yeah, she it, was it was like, oh. He's like, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was like, oh. Geez. So then they cut his throat, cut his wrist, so he bleeds out. Which, that wrist slice, that made me wince, actually. Yeah. It was like, yeah. That's a sharp knife. She yeah. wasn't putting much pressure on there. And, no. and that opened like, right up. And so basically, Michael dies by bleeding out. Yep. Oh, then this, they have yeah. the oh. procession. Uh, the idea is that... We need to show everyone he's finally dead. We can we move on. We need closure on. for the entire town. So they have like this... They, they do time to the top of the car. Yeah, they do this in the most. This is basically a a modern lynching, kind of. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind you, if you hung someone that was already yeah. dead. Right. It's like I, I get that these are the good guys we're rooting for, but when you strap a man's corpse to the top of your car and parade <laughs> it through town, if I don't, I, I get it. I don't know who I'm supposed to be rooting for right. anymore. Because yeah, yeah he's evil, but what you're doing is. Equally? Uh-huh. Why not just have a newspaper announcement? Like, yeah, he's sure. definitely he's dead. definitely dead, guys. Uh, they take him down to the junkyard. Lori uh, puts him through the muffin masher. Yep. And I was just like, oh, wow, they actually mean it. Halloween ends. Michael oh, yeah. is... He's not getting back from that. No. One. No. No. Regardless of the um, suspension of disbelief in previous films of Michael surviving what should be lethal blows dealt to him, this mm-hmm. one definitely not coming back from yeah no nope. he's, he's literally mulched there's there's yes. <laughs> like we we see it in graphic detail it's oh like, yeah yeah it's like we saw it <laughs> when they're transporting him once they arrive at the junkyard to the muffin masher they're like crowd surf michael yeah a bunch of people. again that brought me back to my spider-man comparison because i'm just thinking yeah. of like like gently he's a hero like that scene on the train where they're all like body surfing oh yeah <laughs> spider-man the, the, the raimi spider-man too and it was like they're actually treating his body very gently for what's supposed to be Haddonfield's biggest monster. Right. And then these are all witnesses. Yeah. So they can say, I helped put Michael Myers into the muffin masher. Yep. So I was there. I saw him die. I was he there. Dead. I took a I selfie with the corpse. Carry him over top of yeah. the crowd 
my hand stunk for two weeks. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so then uh, this is basically the end. Lori finishes her yep. book, and her and Frank seem to um, connect and, yep. and be then, together to see yep. the cherry blossoms. Yep, they're going to go to Japan. Means. So I was kind of hoping that means maybe we'll get another Halloween. Like, Halloween, Michael in Japan. Like, <laughs> Michael going around in Tokyo. Like, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I don't know. Ding. Just like. Slicing people the katana. I, I, I'd watch that. You know what? If This would be our Jason X. Michael in Japan. There you go. Okay. I'd watch it. So, now that we've kind of wrapped everything up, I enjoyed a lot of the kills in this. I thought that was fine. I, it just didn't... There's a simple formula for these movies, for Michael Myers. Michael Myers does not have a conscience. He's evil. He's evil personified. That's the idea. There's no rhyme or reason to why he's doing what he's doing. That's, in my mind, and people are different, that's fine. In my mind, that's what makes it effective, that's what makes it scary, that's what makes it impactful as far as, whoa, right? This guy's just, he doesn't have any, from the time he meets Corey and lets him go, they they, they do away with that in my mind. Like, oh, he does yep. have a reason. Oh, he does right. have some kind of conscience. He does have a way that he thinks through things. Right. Not to mention, some kind of supernatural element where you meet this kid in a sewer and you know that, I guess... Thought would be if you meet someone a sewer, their life's probably not going great. Probably not. No. <laughs> yep. um, but it, uh, they clearly are playing it as Michael is seeing this kid's past, mm-hmm. and to me, that just didn't work. Mm-hmm. It didn't. It just didn't really work for me. No. And it's okay if it did. I know Brittany was fine with it. So people at work, they liked it. That I've talked to, they enjoyed it. They liked how it wrapped everything up. I just feel like this simple formula of this mindless being. And that's why they. That's why he wears the mask, right? It's mm-hmm. just a blank expression. You don't see any emotion from him. Like, is he happy he's doing this? Right. Does he not have any emotion at all? Is he angry? You don't know. He's just got this blank stare from this mask, and that's all we ever see. We have no idea why he's doing what he's doing. That's what made it work for me, and that's what I felt like 2018 tried to get back to not so much in Halloween Kills, but definitely in this one, they went back on what they went back on to begin with, if that makes sense. Like, they did away with all the other movies, except for the original in 2018, and I was very appreciative of that. Mm -hmm. That worked for me. And then in this one, they fell into the same trap that the original sequels did. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. That's how I I felt. It just, you're trying, to me, in the words of JT, you're trying to do too much. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, at least there's still some of that ambiguity to Michael um, still present in these sequels, though, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I will say, at least they didn't go fully overboard on Supernatural, uh, which I appreciate. Like, there's a little bit, but it wasn't like Cult of Thorns level. Mm-hmm. No, um, no, 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 no. And they didn't give him personality like Rob Zombie. Like, right. they did a little bit, because obviously, if you're going to stretch this out into three films, you got to do something, because... Otherwise, it's still the same thing over and over, which, again, means that this should not have been a trilogy. Right. And although I appreciate what they did, probably didn't really need this film. Most kills, because I felt more like a DLC than a film. Like, <laughs> you probably, honestly, you probably could have just ended after kills and sort of left it like that a bit. I mean, sure, the cliffhanger would suck, but I mean. Yeah. I, yeah. Or, yeah. Or just 2018, he's trapped in the basement and he's burning. The end. Yep. <laughs> like you can still sure. be, yeah. I was just saying, you can still keep it like that without ambiguity. Maybe he makes it out, maybe he doesn't. We're done, right. so you'll never know. Right. But it's like, so Lori had, she thought of all this stuff 
you know, booby-trapped her entire house. Every single room in her house had a security gate come down. Right. But she didn't think, oh, my gun cabinet, really? Right. Really? <laughs> no. In the original, we talk about like the original, like it's the perfect film. There's, if you watch oh. that, as much as I love that movie and, and and watch it every year, definitely. I mean, there's silly parts in that one oh, too. Yeah. How many times are you going to incapacitate this guy and then turn your back to him and leave the weapon on the ground? Yeah. No. Stay in the house, like kids. I want you to run out of the house and I want you to go find help. Why don't you go with them? What's the? <laughs> there's no reason for you to stay here. Except for Michael to do the perfect setup and sneak up behind you. Right. Because. I mean, there, so there's parts like that. I mean, if we yeah. really, uh, we talk about like the original, like it's the Holy Grail. There's problems with all of them. It's fine. Well, that stuff doesn't movie. bother right. me. But what worked so well, despite all of those plot holes in the original, what worked so well was the simple formula of not knowing why someone's doing what they're doing, but it's, you know, attacking and killing people that he seems to have no connection to. And then even 2018, again, I feel very strongly that David Gordon Green wanted to make these new ones to get back to that. But then I feel like he got away from that with this one. Now, back to what I said before, I feel like fans are to blame here. And that's why I try really hard. And I say, hey, not the perfect movie. Definitely things I liked about. There were things that really bothered me with it, but there were things I liked about it. It drives me nuts when when fans... Just go overboard with it's the worst movie. There's literally a petition out there right now <sighs> to get this re-shot. re-shot. Yeah, it's like, it's like no. no. I, well, they, they they think because it worked with that Sonic film that one time is going to work all films, <laughs> and it's like no. Well, thank God it did. Yeah, yep. it's like like this film. This is a shoestring budget film. They're not going to spend any more money on it. Right. This film had a very little financial like investment comparatively. I mean, still millions, but like, right. that's cheap Relatively change. speaking. Yeah. That's like, it's probably already returned on its investment. They're not, they're not. Right. So guys, yeah. it's okay to not like this movie, but still have things that were kind of cool. Like, oh, that was fun. There's too many people that are just, oh, it's the worst movie ever made. Or at the same time, not necessarily with this movie. With movies like, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. It's like, no, no, it's not. I was going to say. It's fun. Just in term- fun with it for yeah. what it is. In terms of the Halloween franchise, it is far from the worst. Right. No, uh, it is we, not. We have a whole Thorns trilogy. Right? <laughs> I, don't get me wrong. Those films are fun. Whoa, but yeah. comparatively speaking, this still had a better production to it. Of course. Which, right. I mean, again, modern age and all that. But still, it's like. I will I will see your Halloween ends and raise you one birdemic. Huh. <laughs> well, we're just talking within this franchise. Yeah. We're opening up the can of worms for bad horror movies in general. <laughs> we'll be here all day. Oh, yeah. So, let us know what you guys thought. We appreciate you guys, like always. Thank you for listening. Best thing you can do is subscribe. Um, hit that subscribe button. It takes two seconds right now. And the time I've said this, you could already be subscribed. Get free uh, notifications, live notifications anytime we launch new content. Um, coming up on Halloween. So, happy Halloween, everybody. Have some fun stuff coming your way. Um, don't want to spoil anything, but follow us on social media to get updates on what's coming up. Got some good stuff planned. So, scaredsmithlesspodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email, requests, thoughts, complaints. If you missed us at the drive-in, you missed us at the drive-in. Yep, sorry. At scaredsmithless on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Tell others, other horror fans out there. Send us requests. Let us know what you want to hear next. Till next time, stay tuned. 
See y'all. Stay scared. See ya.